It's Halloween. It's scary time. We're going to talk about scary stuff at the Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast. I'm still Kevin. I'm still Dustin. Ooh, and it's scary time. Ooh, Monster Mash. Yeah. Huh? Um, we're going to talk about... Well, do you have anything scary you want to talk about? Or you want me to go first? I got yeah, a you go ahead. Things. Go ahead. Okay. First off, it's kind of comic related. It's, I guess, comic influenced, whatever. Um, there's a show in the UK. It's called The Misfits. Best show. It's pretty good. On TV it is right now. Pretty damn good. Um, it's queuing up for season three. And, you know, spoilers if you watch it, because I'm going to ruin a bunch of shit for you, because there you go. There you go. Get, either turn it even, off or walk away. Even our producer is walking away yeah. right now. It's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. I don't even know if I want. I might walk away. Hey, you might. I might be in the room by myself, talking to myself. All right. Well, let's do this quick, then. All right. Here we go. Break some hearts. Season three is a go, but we knew that was going to happen. Um, Nathan's character. I don't know the actor's name. I don't care. Doesn't he, matter. He's Nathan. Exactly. Anything he does from this point on, he's Nathan. Do the crazy eyebrows. He's got the jokes. Lovable guy. But he won't be there. Whew. Right? Uh, I'm a little heartbroken. This Gotta is just rumors, it. though. I mean, maybe he'll come around. I totally doubt it. Um, mm. They filmed a filler episode, I guess. The Vegas episode. I guess it's online only. Hmm. So you can try to check that out. I haven't looked it up myself, but uh, maybe well, I'll dig in. I will say I saw the character pictures of season three, and he was definitely not in it. Yeah, there's, there's a new, some new guy. There's a new character. He didn't look as interesting he looked uh, older than the entire cast like he looked well, a lot older well maybe they're spicing it up a little bit yeah and another rumor that's gonna get worse so if you're listening oh, oh, don't ruin mistress for me uh, you didn't even know it was out so whatever you're probably watching <laughs> it right now oh episode one this is awesome um they might get new powers oh well that was well, I mean, that's a, that was evident. Right. If you're caught up, that was evident. I'll yeah. just say that. I won't say any more. They're pretty good at the cliffhanger. and uh, They're great at the season cliffhanger. I mean, if you're pretty, I guess if you're smart or you know an intellectual viewer, you can figure out some other tricks that they do. Yeah. And it's not to try to call the show out on being transparent. It's just more fun when you're right or you're like, oh, they totally went that route. Awesome. You know? Yeah. It's not, it's not like your average thursday sitcom where you're just like ah fuck you did the you did that i knew you were gonna do that first five minutes yeah it's not like their formula's tired but they do yeah. have the formula but it's very a nod to the comic book world so it's more exciting and fun when you see them do it yeah and it does it's like you said it makes you excited when you're right you're just mm-hmm. like oh i was right i nailed that but you're like you're happy that they did that yeah and you want to see what they do with it because i mean there's a lot of things that they do where you're just like man that was cool that, i'm really happy they chose to do that and it's just exciting. It's fun. It's, and then I guess the final thing is they're I guess they're going to try to bring it to the states, and yeah. it's one of those things I know Hollywood loves dick riding British television, bringing it over here. They've done it countless times before. I don't think this is going to work. It's no. not only because, it's just not. I don't think our culture is going to relate to it, and you're going to have to change it up so much just for those nuances. 
Yeah, and the fact that it's the co-creator of Chuck doesn't really help its, it's case. Chuck, who watches? I mean, didn't that get canceled almost three times? And It's been on the verge of cancellation. Now I think it's okay, it's safe, because NBC is like, well, we got nothing else, so you're, yeah. you're here until we just can't afford the budget. But yeah, for the first three seasons, it was on the cusp of firing, or of a you know, cancellation each right. time. Right, and it took your letters to bring it back. I think it took Chevy Chase to bring it back. Chevy Chase? He was the bad guy. I think, I think it was the end of season two or something. Yeah. And then he was like, going to community. Ratings are terrible. Wow. But same situation there. NBC can't cancel it because the ratings are... It's they have nothing <clears throat> else to replace it. So. What are they going to do? Just... Anyways. But, yeah. I mean, the point is, Misfits, really good show. Definitely will not work. I was actually talking to an English person about this because she's in my writer's group right and she was like what how that was that, that was how she said it. how yeah. like it doesn't make any sense and i was like i know there's no there's not even a landmass that they could use to duplicate that other than like setting it in michigan or some shit it they wouldn't even do that it would be just a cheesy knockoff they'll probably yeah. put it in la or new york i bet new york and heart two cities that most of america doesn't relate to yeah, and they'll just you know have it just let it ride, and then once no one takes to it because it's going to be so awkward and dumb. I mean, how many superhero shows are on television right now that can last? Yeah, well, I mean, we got No Ordinary Family, which was terrible. Right, you had Heroes, and well, they right. run that into the ground because of the writing. I mean, yeah. that had a speckle of hope, and then they just didn't know what to do with it because well, yeah, none had... of them read comic books. There you go, called you out. Well, that and the guy didn't have a. He didn't have an ending vision for no. it. He built this concept that he was like, well, I'm watching Lost and I could do the same thing, but he didn't have an end game. Mm-hmm. No. And so when they got to the point where he needed to have an end game, he was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So. And the cape? Really? <laughs> the cape? Yeah. Oh my God. That show was, that show was so terrible. That wasn't even fun to watch because of how bad it was. I watched oh, probably... I think it only had six episodes. I watched like four of them. Six too many. Yeah. Fucking that show was so bad. And what was the other one? I, I'm having trouble thinking of it. Alphas? Was that one? Alphas? That's still on, actually. It's. I don't know if it's doing good or it's not. It's sci-fi I watched, slash NBC, though, right? Yeah. It's, it's on the sci-fi, but yeah, it's same company. Um, I watched the first episode, and it was, it was whatever. Real corny it was, shit. It was worse than corny. Like, some of the shit, just like, and with their powers, it wasn't interesting with their powers, the way they were put together. And they, I mean, that guy, just call him Charles Xavier, because they didn't even try to get a different character type Mix it up at all. Yeah. And it was like shitty 2000s Charles Xavier when he came out that he was like, I really fucked the mutants from the early days. (laughs) I just want you guys to know that I did some shady shit, and (laughs) I regret it. Four more years, vote. Yeah, like Xavier. finding out that Cyclops had a third brother and Xavier oh, knew wow, about it this whole time. And he was just like, well, I sent him on a mission to save you. He kind of got fucked over. So I just didn't bring it up again. And I wiped all your minds. P.S. Go to hell. Can I walk? Can I not walk? You'll never know. He can walk right now. Damn. He walked right out of uh, school for Jean Grey's <laughs> gifted youngsters in that first fucking issue. Jeez. What a dick. He was like, good luck, Wolverine. Snick, I'll snick. see ya. Skeet, skeet. <laughs> he was like, snick, snick, skeet, skeet. Taxi cab, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> you figured you would tell the taxi cab driver that he already paid him. So he's like, I only got two bucks on me. I know. I, I honestly think he had his own Blackbird. <laughs> That's who, how Xavier who doesn't was. have a Blackbird. Like, I don't know. They have him in spare, though, because when Wolverine was leaving, he was like, I'm going to need a Blackbird. And Cyclops was like, fine, take one. <laughs> 
take number five over there. It's got a scratch on the left Don't wing. take number seven. It has sentimental value. That better be how I get it back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No decals. I don't want to see any flames on it. That would ruin the point of a blackbird. Huh? Well, fuck you. Blackbird. Well, that's uh, that's one of my scary things. <laughs> that was uh, that was scary. It's pretty bad. Yeah, when I read that Chuck creator bring a misfit, that it honestly broke my heart a little bit because you know it's going to be bad. It's going to ruin the original. Well, rumor just, is just call it free agents. <clears throat> I think it's um, I I could be totally wrong. Um, maybe all our UK listeners will let me know. I think it's M4 or E4, the channel that runs it over there that owns the Misfits brand. Um, they're talking spinoff too, which could probably work because that world is pretty vast. Yeah. So I don't know if they want to Doctor Who it where it's like, here's 18 versions, but mm, I'd hope not. I mean, it'd have to still have that same flavor. And what they don't understand is the characters that make it good, not so much their powers. Cause there's episodes yeah. where you don't even deal with the powers. It's just a rapport that they carry with each other. That is entertaining to watch. Yeah. It's definitely the characters. And for me, a lot of it is just visually. Like yeah. the way it looks visually, the way it's shot, it's it's really just I don't know. It's a treat to look at because it doesn't look like normal television, but it doesn't mm. look like cinema. It's just somewhere in between, and it's different, and it's really it works for that world. So if it, if they did a spinoff, it'd have to look very very close to the original. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there you go. That's that's scary as hell. Um, the second thing is. Uh, I just ate two McRibs. So I don't know if you're listening or if you have a McDonald's where you're at, but the McRib, the McRib is back, bitches. And I get this thing we call Who's the Boss, where it's a McRib meal with a McRib on the side. And now you're what? thinking, that's pretty awesome, right? What? Hold on. Okay, because I, I was late to the game today. What the fuck do you mean you ate two McRibs, first of all? And second of all, what the hell is a Who's the Boss that's on the side? <laughs> that's... <laughs> Tony! It's not Tony. It's not Angela. Angela. It sure as hell ain't Mona. <laughs> I was like, is it Mona? I was like, if it's Mona, <laughs> it might be we Jonathan. Might have a deal. Ooh. But it's most definitely I don't think Alyssa Mona. Milano. Ooh, okay. So you go to her, you're like, hey, can I get a McRib meal? She's like, hey, you want to try a McRib? You're like, yeah, that was my opening line. Just take my order. So there's that awkwardness. Have you sassed her? And then... She's like, okay, a McRib meal. And you're like, can I have it large with a Dr. Pepper? She's like, sure. And then you're like, wait for it. I'm not done. Is that all? No, I'm not done. I want another McRib on the side. Just a sandwich, not two meals because that's gross. And then she's like, I understand. And then you pull around and then boom, there's two McRibs in the bag and you eat them both. And I mean, do you have to do that? Dude, it's for a limited time only. When that bullshit Monopoly game is gone, when no one wins... Like, yeah, which no one, no one wins. You, when have you heard anyone winning that? When I remember they... the first year they did it. Then the next year they showed the winners because they were like, no, no, people won. People won. No. Here's two of them. Because everyone wants, like, what is it, like the 10. railroad. And you, there's that third piece that, out of the four railroad located. They're, they're not all out there. You think there's four railroad pieces floating around in America? No, You're dumb. They're, they're it's rare. not. There's, like, one. It's in, like, Ronald's pocket. He ain't <laughs> giving it up. It's in West Virginia. Just that's and letting gr- you know. And Grimace is sitting on it with yeah. an AK. Yeah, all East Coast people win that shit. I don't know. I've mm-hmm. never seen anyone from West Coast win any of that. Well, it's because we win the Jack in the Box ones. Yeah. In Texas. Okay. Like, you've never been to a Jack in the Box. Well, I'm just... I don't, I don't know if that has the same thrill. 10 a, Gs, man. Deal. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't win it, so... And he's giving away Xboxes right now? Jack is? Yeah? Where you been? <laughs> I think it might be over, though. 
Probably. I entered the shit out of that. But anyway. So you ate two McRibs. Yeah, that was I, that would be scary to most folks. If you can hear the lethargic, that was fucking... Is that a word? He's sounding very lethargic. There we go. I was trying to, I don't know, pluralize it. Whatever. It failed. It failed. If Kevin sounds a little lethargic, we know why. Two McRibs are fighting to the death in his gullet. No, that's fine. When you eat, you eat like a man. You get, you get a who's the boss. And the best thing is you can who's the boss anything, anywhere, anywhere you go. So if I go to Wendy's, I get a number six spicy chicken, and then I say, I want to who's the boss it, put another on the side. Exactly. I just who's the boss Who's it? the boss? You're the boss because you ate two chicken sandwiches like a man. <laughs> you go to a car dealership, you're like, you know what? I want that Ferrari. Who's the I boss it? Uh, I want two Ferraris. So this is kind of like the double down. This is the new double down. Yeah. Old double down was chicken, some crap inside it, and chicken on top, and then you could translate that over to like pizza, you chicken can, wings, pizza. You can who's the boss anything. That's uh, anything There you go, you America. Want. And anywhere that has fast food. There's t-shirts coming, so if you're down, it's waiting for you. I don't know when, but I mean, they're they're coming. We want to see your photos. So go to the podcast posting and put your photo in. And the third scary thing? Okay. Is it scarier than who's the bossing a McRib? Unbelievably it is. Okay. All right. Remember, uh, I think it was like, what is it, a year ago? Dynamite had this Ford issue mini. Yeah, it was over a year. It was over a year? Well, I just finally read it. Say you know sometimes like life's life don't wait man it's a little yeah. busy and I thought it just uh, for the sake of Halloween um, I, you know I'd read some you know gritty horror books whatever um raise raise the dead raise the dead raise the dead four issue mini dynamite sucked ass. well actually did you read raise the dead or raise the dead two there's this they made more of that no, they made a second one. Huh. There's no way. Because I only read the first episode of that, too. That shit, and I'm going to just throw it out there. I'm kind of a horror fan. But that was so corny, and it just screamed, just, please make me a movie. I want to be a movie. I know I only got four issues to do every cheesy bullshit zombie scenario crap stereotype you ever heard of. Please make this a movie. I hope it doesn't make it. You know, I hope it does. And I hope it bombs horribly. I hope people lose their jobs. Hope Dynamite takes a look in the mirror and go, hey man, we really gotta stop putting out bullshit. <laughs> I don't that mirror broke a long time ago for them. That's true, because I also read Jennifer's Blood. Oh, uh, the fourth it's, one? Yeah, I was like, what's taking so long? And then why does this suck when I read it now? Yeah. I don't know. Those guys are Yeah, that book and the sad part is it's like it has Garth Ennis on it, the creator yeah. of the book, and he's gonna be leaving at some point, which doesn't instill any sort of like Nope. Faith that this is going to continue to be a good product. Are you talking about the ninjetas? That issue was terrible. <clears throat> the Asian chicks that are like, we go around killing for for fun for daddy's money because we want to like launch a pop album or something. She I was like, like, you've officially lost me on this. Maybe what issue are we on? <laughs> I think it's on issue five, but the one I think it's on five. I think I read the one where the you know what you know, um, military neighbor. Where he sees her in the, yeah. the black, and he's like, oh, she's totally into S&M. Yeah, that's the fourth issue. Yeah, okay. I, just, I actually just looked it up. So. All right, I'm sorry. Then I read that one. Yeah, number well, five is out, but I have not read it. Because, well, there you go. I'm uh, still behind. After number four, I was like, eh. I was like, what happened? Like, the first couple of issues were interesting. Yeah, sure, you're a female Punisher, but you have this, like, yeah. you have this, you know, uh, uh, Well, she had the kiss. mob tie, though. Yeah, the mob tie. You had this long kiss goodnight type of vibe where she's yeah. like, a homemaker slash female slash she was interesting and like her th- 
like her thoughts throughout the book were in her. It was just like a almost a little bit of a refreshing take to a tired ass idea. Yeah, her journal entries and en- entries. Um, yeah, they were they were different because they were very girly. Like it yeah. felt like a woman who was into who guns just, and ammo. She was yeah. into guns and ammo, but she was just like, oh, but they were like pretty things or something you know i i don't know how to describe it. it's almost like if she collected porcelain dolls but her dolls were mk-47s you know yeah and they it just had like a a female flair to it a little bit where you're like hey maybe a female wrote this and eh, maybe garth did i don't know and i don't really care because it's entertaining but then to watch that character just kind of slowly fall out of its own routine and just let dumb shit happen to it i'm like you're so st- yeah perfect you're like this great killer you're so aware of everything and then you make these dumbass mistakes huh yeah that was probably my biggest thing with the fourth issue as well was that she was so meticulous and so careful yeah and i'd rather just see her do that and just have to overcome each new obstacle because it was getting harder and harder as Mm -hmm. more protection more security I'd rather have seen that and have her come overcome that obstacle than to, to kind of be found out. And now her yeah. family's at risk, and now the neighbor knows. And boring it instantly. Was just, it was boring. It's been done, and it's not like I don't know. It's not where I saw the book going. Exactly. Like it didn't. It wasn't driving that direction. All of a sudden, it was yeah. just like here we are. So when you do read that, you're kind of pissed. You're just like, man, I thought you were going to do something different with this because you have until this point. Yeah. And but now you're just falling into this cop out routine. It's almost like he's tired of writing it now. Kind of felt like it. I Especially, know. I don't know, the the art on the last issue was really bad. Kind of sloppy. And it had, well, I think it had two artists. And, man, those ninjetas, they were so just mediocrely drawn and colored. And I was like, wow, come on, Dynamite. Get a get a good colorist on this. You could have saved this book just with the color alone. Yeah. And they didn't. Dude, Dynamite just needs to get their shit tightened up, period. I, I don't know. They spent all their money on covers. Let's just let's be real here. I mean, they put out five covers for every fucking issue. Not the first issue, like most companies do. Every issue. Yeah. They're paying five cover artists for those pretty perfect covers that you're buying. So you're buying a cover book. That's all you're buying. Yeah. And, and sometimes that's good, but when the inside isn't even half as good as the cover, what the fuck are you buying? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's like there's other companies that do covers better, too. Which is another thing I yeah. still don't get. You're paying all this money for covers. Do you go to Xenoscope? They their shit's way tighter than yours. Go to go anywhere. Go to Xenoscope. Go to Aspen. Fucking even Image. Image they put out a variant cover and it's fucking it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even the big guys, Marvel and DC, their variant covers are ten times better than half of the ABCD EFG covers yeah. of uh, Dynamite. I don't get that. I don't get they what just, they're doing. And they always have Alex Ross doing. I don't like. I like Alex Ross, but I don't need to see him paint. Every character that you license out. I don't yeah. need to see him do Lone Ranger. I don't need to see him do a Bionic Man. I don't need to see him do all this crap. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of We didn't sad. even talk about Raise the Dead. There was nothing to talk about. I mean, I don't really want anyone to read it. And I want you to sell the issues if you have it. That's because it was bad. It was, don't pick up the trade. I don't even think they do trades. I don't know if I've ever seen a Dynamite trade consciously. Um, looking for one. I think you could probably find them in bookstores only. Mm. I've never... Comic shops don't care. No. What's the point? They can't even sell the, all the issues that they buy. Exactly. So. But yeah, I definitely have seen them in... I've actually seen Raise the Dead in trade form. It's one of their few trades that I see. It's a shame. It Probably was because just, no one buys it, though. It was just real bad. It was just like, let's just cash in on this zombie phenomenon. It's not even a phenomenon. It just won't go away. Yeah. And Thanks, Kirkman. Yeah, let's just throw our, our, our zombie you know hat into the ring. 
Yeah, and it well, it came out perfectly at the time that like shortly after Marvel Zombies. Right. So I e all these like, you know, pop i not really icons, but there's this pop culture type covers zombified. Guess what? Didn't like that shit either. Yeah. I don't know. But that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I was just like, man. I... Well, I have good horror to talk about. There we go. Let's do that. We're going to segue into yesterday was the Saturday event of Long Beach Comic Con slash Zombie Walk, where they're trying to beat Seattle's uh, record for um, most people on a zombie walk. Right. I don't know. I didn't even, like, I looked at it and I was just like, I'm not going to, why am I going to watch this? I was no. like, when it comes to zombies, I'm all about popping them in the head. Yeah. That's it. I don't want to see a bunch of assholes dressed as zombies. Yeah, if it was the Long Beach were blowing off heads with shotgun yeah. zombie rally extravaganza, like, then I'll be like, hey, you know what? I'd be there with two shotguns. Like, <laughs> let's go. This is going to break my arms. I don't even care. I heard it was bring your own shotgun. I just, Gears of War, bring a salt off. But listen, get real close, and I'm going to kill four of you with this. And that's a badge. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I've never had the desire as much as i love zombies i've never had the the desire to dress up as one and walk around as one so like that's not what i find appealing about zombies i find the other side of dealing with zombies appealing so i mean hey more power to you if that's what you like so it was organized right it wasn't like a flash mob thing no no it's organized yeah you have to like i don't even know if you have to register but yeah it has a start time of when they do it because they're trying to get in a guinness book so you you have to have you have to set time limits you have to have a, a parade route and everything. The like fucking that. dude from Guinness is like, what? He's probably looking at the memo. I got to go where? Oh, guys. Do they love their job? They get to travel around and see stupid shit for five minutes. Oh, you're going to do what? How many hot dogs? All right, go for it. Whatever. Whatever. Don't even give a shit. I'll put you in if you die. Just kidding. You got to live. That's the rules. I don't make yeah, them. You got to, you gotta, and I can't touch you. No CPR for me. So. <laughs> Not that it would because you're disgusting. You yeah. want to shove how many? Oh, you're calling them hot dogs now, are you? Huh? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right, I'll be there. Yeah. So, I mean, they have the the zombie walk every year. I guess they used to hold the, the world record until Seattle beat them. And I don't know. I mean, it, it looked like a lot of locals were turning out for it, which is kind of kind of cool, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Um, I did go down there, and I found Zombie Tramp, the next issue of Zombie Tramp, which I had gone to the Long Beach Expo, which was a really kind of shitty saturday event in a uh you know what it, it was almost well line. no it was at the convention center but it was almost like in a very small conference room so the literally yeah you could do 10 laps around this place in 20 minutes and get dizzy because it's that small you, pretty much well i mean there's still kind of too many assholes for there's too many people there for how big it was you're just kind of like why do you guys not see how crappy this is go away let's get two conference halls next time yeah, I mean, it was, but it was just a kind of a, an expo. I think they did just because they were filming some of the guild there. And um, they were just like, well, we may as well use the space. You know, this is going to draw people here. Let's just put on this other thing at the same time and, you know, not pay, have to pay full price for it. Um, so I picked up Zombie, Zombie Tramp, the first uh, three issues in trade there. And it was good. It's really cheesy. The story is nothing like, oh, this is amazing. Um, it's about this call girl gets turned into a zombie. I read the first one, I think. Okay, I think I yeah, I yeah. think I loaned it to you. So I was excited to see like because he's an indie guy, and sometimes these indie guys they don't like. Especially it's only been six months since I saw him last, so for him to have a new issue, I was kind of like, 
oh wow, you know, you're still, way to keep the indie fires yeah, burning. You're still doing work. Um, so I was I was super pumped about that. I saw it. I forget. I think it's put out by it's whatever the SR one is. Um, you can look it up. It's called just look up Zombie Tramp, and you can find the guy's website and you can order it online. Because unfortunately, I don't have it in front of me to give you exact details. But you can pick up the trade of the first one. You can pick up the new new issue, and it was kind of cool in the back because it was like, "Where's Zombie Tramp been since the summer?" And it showed that he know. was. Well, I mean, he put he did these uh, like posters to sell at his booth. Okay. And it was original drawings, like so he went to WonderCon, so he had her at Alcatraz, and then he went somewhere else gotcha. and had her there, and so he just had that collected, which was kind of cool to see too. So that was my good little horror. I don't I don't have three. You have three. So, uh, well, I could go with something horrific. Was uh, sure someone who will remain unnamed. I'm not going to give any plugs to this guy. No shine. Fuck this dude. If you read my comic, should shouldn't be mainstream. The guy who was there that I had the argument with, he was there selling his own book. No one at his booth. And I'm not saying that just to bag on the guy, but you know, <laughs> I don't think he understands comic culture or the indie comic scene at all. Because at these booths, you gotta sell yourself. You gotta sell your product. Right. You can't just sit at your booth and expect everyone to come up and be like, "What is this?" Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll buy it. Which was exactly what he's doing. Half the time, he wasn't at his booth. It looked like his girlfriend or whoever was helping him was just sitting there, sitting there. They, she, she wasn't doing anything either. Right. And uh, because it wasn't very small or what very big yesterday, it was bigger than the expo, but still not that big. So I did the rounds a couple times, especially since other creators were around him that I was seen did enjoy yeah. yeah like zombie tramp was like two tables down from the guy so right i could look over and it was just kind of like i don't know it was rewarding to see that you know he really just didn't understand indie comics for shit and that i don't know it's just like I, it's element. not that i wanted his book to fail but it was just like you know this is what we're trying to tell you yeah exactly this is exactly what we're trying to tell you but so there was there was that he was there um, the next horrific thing I saw there, mm-hmm. they had amateur wrestling. Sweet. Yeah, it was good. There was this guy. I don't know what his name is. I think he's called Buddha because he has a big ass Buddha belly right. and he has Buddha tattooed on his belly. Oh. Two feet big. That's how big this guy's belly is. I'm not exaggerating. Two feet. It was two pure feet belly. big. Yeah. Wow. He did a backflip over onto the guy as his finisher. And this is how he, he was like, get your cameras ready. And then he went, boom, and fucking... Pinned, killed, pinned killed a guy. He, yeah, he looked like Dead. he kind of... Going away from murder. So, they were okay. It was uh, NWA wrestling or something. That's what it was called, NWA. I think I've actually heard of that, actually. Yeah. That I mean, sounds... They, uh, they it's like an East Coast outfit, right? Did they mention that? Uh, you know, the strange thing, they had announcers re- doing a recording, uh-huh. but they were not announcing it over the speakers. Right, they were just because like they a DVD speakers. or... Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So... Uh, and the ring announcer wasn't announcing anything. Okay. He was just like, here's this person, here's this person, here's their weights, done. Right. Like, that That was it. Uh, there was a guy named Famous right. who was uh, who was wrestling. He was actually pretty, I don't know, he had a lot of, like, good jumps and shit. Uh, he had several, like, just kind of, like, rollovers on people. Tumbles and stuff? Yeah, like, tumbles. Like um, yeah, he'd do, like, a backflip. And, and it was kind of weird. He'd just kind of do the backflip and kind of almost just roll right off of the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
his opponent wasn't very good. He was just kind of the mouthy heel. Right. And so they, they didn't put on a good match because he was just working his, doing the leg, mm-hmm. like working on the leg the whole time. And it just kind of went on for too long. Yeah. Like it took too long for him to spring out of it and be like, I'm kicking your ass now. Right. And I had to go to a panel, so I couldn't even watch the rest of the mm. match. I was just like, you guys wasted like good 10 minutes <laughs> working this guy's leg. Uh, there was this old white dude, though. He was had to have been pushing like 70. He was so into it. He was running over, high-fiving them when they were running. He was like, yeah! Woo! And like everything. Get him in the butt! And, and you're he, like, what? No, dude. That's he knew we're doing all here. of them. He was calling their moves out. And I was like, whoa, dude, you are... You're awesome. You're way into this, but right. dude, so, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool to see, like, especially that there. I was like, wow. I'm not sure why you're weird. here, but I'm not yeah, knocking it. Exactly. At first, I was like, this is weird that this is happening, but at the same time, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was like, all right, cool. You know, and it's been a long time since a couple couple of years at least that I've seen amateur wrestling up live. close. Yeah, yeah, live. So. Yeah, that was good. Peep that, that Comic Con. Get your ass some wrestlers. Seriously, I was like, this is kind of the perfect venue for yeah. it. Yeah, dude. I nerds, mean, dude, Comic Nerds really love that shit. Yeah, I do. It's cool. Yeah, John Carpenter was there. I guess really? Because he was. I don't. I don't think he knew where he was. Yeah, he probably didn't want to be there. I don't know. No, he looked like he did not want to be there. He was not talking to anyone. Yeah. The line was like folded around three times, and I heard some guy. He's like, I met John Carpenter. He wished me happy birthday. I was like, No, he didn't. You're a liar. You asked him to. Yeah. I was like, it's not like he was like, oh, Peter, oh, happy birthday. We talked about a sort of pre-seat, and then we, Halloween was there in the in the fog, and I know he did other movies. Uh, I pooped myself. Yeah. Like, this guy acted like he basically just met his Jesus. Could have been. Yeah. So that that was interesting. You know, just, it was a weird, it was a weird mix of an people. An eclectic of just weird shit yeah. and people. And then uh, someone else was there. Was uh, Trip Tech Books nice, and they put out a book called Triggerman. Right, familiar. Yep, it's on it's on its third issue, chapter four. Because the way they had, they did the first issue, they gave you the first two chapters of the story in the first issue. Um, and I had a really long talk with them. Really, and it was it was really good. I talked to them for, I uh, you know I don't even know I, yeah. I lost track. So um, solid dudes. Yeah, so all the dudes actually gave me the third issue for free, which I was like, Good looking you out. know, hey, cool. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, we were just kind of talking about, like, indie comics and mainstream comics and stuff, and because the, they had actually read my comics shouldn't be mainstream. And we were kind of talking about that, and they mentioned, uh, you know, that they're, they're good friends with another publication. They've seen them at, you know, every con that they've gone to. Um, again, I'm not going to, you know do plugs against right, other right. sites. I don't, I don't need to badmouth them. They, they yeah. do their thing. We do our thing. But, I mean, let's just say they're a pretty big publication in comics. Um, I mean, they have deals with digital comic companies and, and all sorts of things like this. And every time the guy goes, oh, I love your book. I love your book. I love your book. Hasn't mentioned them once on their site. You know, I mean, they have a huge fan base. To do that for their book would be huge for them. Exactly. But you know how many hits? Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but, uh, you know, Kevin and I, we used to work for a little site called playeraffinity.com. You know, we'll plug our own work. I'm not afraid to talk about our days there. No. I wouldn't go there now, but, you Mm -mm. know. Um, Things change. Yeah. Things change. Things change. We're we're doing our own thing. But war. War never changes. (laughs) 
Fallout. Yeah. It's Fallout. Right. Come okay. on. It's Fallout. I didn't play it. Jeez. Sorry. You didn't, what? I didn't play it. You know oh. this. I don't know why you're acting surprised. I'm just hurt. You're just, yeah, you're, you're hurt. Um, but so I covered the first issue for Player Affinity, and I was one of like eight reviews for them. And they were like, you know, we really appreciate your coverage. Just we tell people about your site because, you know, you covered us. And then um, for cover, Comic Bastards, I actually feel bad about this, and I wanted to kind of clarify because... I was transitioning from Player Affinity to Comic Bastards, and they had sent me the second issue in that transition point. So I sat on it forever because I was like, I want to promote this book, but do I promote it on Player Affinity, which I might possibly be leaving, or do I wait and promote it on Comic Bastards? So I had this like video review, and I'm just sitting on because I'm like, eh, 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 going back and forth. And finally, Comic Bastards, we, we got it. So check it out for that, and you can expect a review for the third one, but... Just a really good talk. They talked about some of the real pitfalls of starting your own comic, especially on Kickstart. They were one of the, I'd have to say they were one of the few successes where they actually had a really Kickstart. good, com. yeah, Kickstart.com. Um, that's where you can get your you know business, your idea, whatever funded. And I've seen a lot of comic books on there. Not only do they ask for unrealistic amounts, they offer things that it's like, well, I can see why you need $25,000 because yeah. you're trying to send me like a customized shirt and sleeping bag practically. Right. Like, don't do that. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't want a sleeping bag. I want you to make the book and keep making the book. Yeah. Be, yeah. So, be, act like you're trying to run a business with this. Yeah. And that, that was the thing. They had a really solid business plan. And I think that's why it was successful for them. They right. asked for a realistic amount of money. They gave good initiatives. Like, they had, um, they said they had one where for $2,000, They'd make you a character in the comic book. Kick ass. And this guy's co-worker, the next day, he'd, he'd only mentioned it in passing to him, checked out the site, and bought it. He was nice. like, you got my 2000 And he was like, what? <laughs> like, are you serious? That's like, rad. You know, and th- that was cool. And they were like, so, we're, you know, like, I think it was either issue four that's upcoming. Um, they're working him in, and they're making him a cool character. It's not just going to be some schmucky character or right. whatever. They're well, gonna, I, I delivered a guy a pizza, yeah. and I got my head blown off. Yeah, exactly. Like, be on the cover of this book and pay a fucking thousand dollars like yeah. IDW was doing. You know, yeah, like, and it's just you on. urinating in a toilet yeah. with, like, a reticle over your head. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And, and they were making smart choices. Like, they said, yeah, our artist isn't at this con because we weren't going to make our deadline for the fourth issue. Wow. And I was like, that was like one of the smartest things I've ever heard. Hey, go to this con and uh, don't do anything productive. Yeah, because it's like you don't need everyone there to sell your book. Yeah. And to make that decision, that's good business sense. And we actually talked about how going back to Zombie Tramp where it's like I was surprised to see another issue. But not so, so much surprised because this guy has already put out three issues. He's done a fourth. He's done a special even. Mm-hmm. Um, just in more of like the time span, he had gotten out another issue. That's what I was surprised by. And they were like, yeah, you know, we started ApeCon last year. We went to ApeCon again this year. And a lot of the people we saw there weren't there again. And they had a lot of returning customers that were surprised that they had two more issues out. Like they were surprised they were still there. And then to see two more issues, they were like, holy crap. Yeah. And I found that to be really true because there was another um, – booth there from a comic called hollyhocks which i had also picked up at WonderCon. okay love the book story's kind of generic right um well i can't say it's generic it's a little weird basically in the future gravity is failing mm-hmm. planets coming across and instead of cars pretty much everyone is buying gravity boots right 
So it follows this woman who was a spokesmodel, disappeared. Turns out she's like a robot. But she was like pretty much the equivalent of Cindy Crawford. That is weird. The the book seems a little all over the place right now. It it is. It kind of actually is because it focuses on a lot of characters. But it was so beautifully drawn that you could kind of forgive a lot of the shortcomings in the story. Right. Because the art was great and it was all watercolor. And on a side note, which is... It's almost okay because it's, you know, it's any boat. They're kind of getting their legs yeah. and just getting down with the routine of, you know, putting that narrative in that and through those pacings, you know, it's yeah. easier to write a book or a script, but to keep that same tempo or rhythm with a, um, with a comic book, it's uh, it's a little bit different. So, yeah. And, and with con- like, especially indie comics, I'm a little more okay with them breaking traditional storytelling. It's right, kind of like right. with indie movies. You, you kind of allow it because. You're like, well, you're delivering a product I wouldn't see otherwise. Exactly. So, um, but they were there, and they were still selling the first issue. And I was like, really? I mean, the first issue was huge. So I can understand the second issue taking a longer, maybe trimming down some of the fat and doing a shorter issue. Right. But I was I was so pumped to see him there. And to see that it was still just issue one, I was like, oh, come on. A little heartbreaking. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, damn. So, again... Trip Tech Books, check them out. I, I had a great conversation with the guys. They are not going anywhere. They told me Good. about some of their books that they have in the works. And it was interesting. It was really interesting to see. So Best of luck to those guys. They do. they deserve it. Uh, another, oh, sorry about that. Uh, another publisher <laughs> I saw was Big Dog Inc. Nice. We love Big Dog. Big Dog! Where's uh, where's Pinpoint? I don't know. I I'm going to bring it up. Every time somebody brings up Big Dog, I bring up Pinpoint. That's because it's a great fucking book. Right. It's rad. So, And I just reintroduced myself. I said, hey, what's going on? just want to talk to you guys again. You know, talk about my Wicked West review. Um, it's their new series that's coming out. I think if it's not out already, it should be coming out like this upcoming week. It came out at New York Comic Con. And uh, which is basically a retelling of Wizard of Oz, yeah? Yeah, Wizard of Oz set Reimagination, in the West. I should say. Re- yeah, re- reimagination. Yeah. Is that a word? It is. Okay, I'm yeah. fine with it. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Doesn't sound right. Uh, it's because it's kind of a made up word, but it works. It's, right. it's an accepted made up word. Retelling? No, reimagination is proper. I don't like it. Retelling weird. is more. I, I, oh, I mean, I get it, but when yeah. you say re, you sound like a total. Everyone sounds like an asshole when they say that. I don't know. Well, that's what it I'm is. I'm a reimagination on this Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, look, that sentence is all fucked up. That's called a Dr. Pepper 10. What? 10 calories. They have Same those? Taste. It actually tastes pretty good. I was surprised. Bullshit. There's no way. Try it. I try won't. it. Are we going to no, put two in a glass? It. Be like, oh, no, which don't, one's which, bro? Don't do a taste comparison. Don't do that. Just try it on its own. Give it its own merits. Don't right. if you do a taste test, of course it's going to lose. You're going to be like, "This ain't fucking Doctor Pepper." And I'll throw I just it against the it. wall. I don't care where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> he will actually. <laughs> like, well, so anyways, reimagination, mm, reimagining damn. it. I can't even. You say remember it Wizard right. of Oz? She's in the West now. There you go. That's that's Ruby Spurs, Ruby Guns. Yeah, the hills. Uh, yeah, the pistols. The hilts. That was sick. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of talking to him about that, asking how I was doing, because we've actually gotten pretty, like, decent traffic on the review for that book. Um, I mean, I had done some critter reviews, day and date release, like, here's a review, book's out today, and kind of got mediocre response to it. So, um, he said it's pretty, he made it sound like it was probably their best-selling book. So far? And that, yeah. That over diamond, the pinpoint? Over the pinpoint. I, you know, because you can't find pinpoint. I couldn't even find issue two or three. That sucks. I know. I don't think people get what a gem this is. And if someone would just 
just get this thing to the forefront. I promise that it's going to do well. I know. It It really... And it, it, what's so weird is that it's hitting at this perfect point where it's mm-hmm. like DC's totally going back to the 90s with their shit with a lot of cases. Pinpoint would be God right yeah, now. Yeah, this would be, this makes Punisher in the 90s look like a pussy thing. Yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's, you would be like, a Punisher, I think, uh, oh, Pinpoint. Pin, yeah, he, pinpoint. like, literally, if you gave me Pinpoint, you know, like, you want to read Pinpoint or Punisher, I'd be like, mm. uh, what's what was that second choice? Because I don't know, I'm already reading this Pinpoint over here. They both start with P, so I can see where you get confused. Oh, you're reading that now? All right. What do you think? Get that last page. Get to that last page. Excellent. Yeah. See that what I did there is I filled up that last page for Pinpoint, so you go buy the book. Oh, that last page is so good. Last two pages. Well, last regardless, th- uh... <laughs> There, I was kind of talking to them, and I was like, hey, what else do you have new going on? Because they just released their new volume of uh, Penny for Your Soul, which is uh Those are good like, covers, too, though. I mean, They had good covers, covers, and the art inside, like, I will say Big Dog Inc. gets good interior artists to match the cover artist. And he was showing me um, one of the Wild Wild West, or, well, sorry, Wicked West covers, and he's like, that's our... Wild Wild West? Yeah, I said Wild Wild Like that West. movie? Yeah, something like that. Let's just move on. Don't acknowledge that. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. Um, and he was showing me one of the covers, and he's like, that's our new artist for Ursula Minor, which is going to be a vampire werewolf book. But he showed me the cover, and their werewolves look like big effing bears with like titanium claws. And he showed me a cover they couldn't decide if they're going to make a regular cover or not mm-hmm. but it's basically lost boys but with their characters that's kind of cool yeah and he showed kind me of. And i was like he was like what's that cover from and i was like oh man i know i'm gonna lose new nerd cred but you're Dude, just gonna tell uh, me because so i'm sitting there no <clears throat> it was because it wasn't in color or anything okay okay it was in black I'll, and white i'll let you slide and scotch. it was with characters i'm not familiar with <sighs> so when i was just sitting there i was like maggots michael you're eating maggots no that's from Lost Boys. I know it's from Lost Boys, you jackass. But it wasn't like I had that reference playing on the side of the table with me or something. Frog Brothers. Anyways, so it, did he? Yeah, did he, he, did he was he like, spit in your face. When he you was like, get it. He's like, it's okay, Lost Boys. If you picture it, I was like, oh, I can totally. See oh, it now. now I'm cool. Shut up. <laughs> it's not like there's been no other comic covers that haven't referenced Lost Boys, but it's still, true. that's that's what they're going for is '80s horror. Well, that's a so. that's a very very very. Very juicy fruit to pick, so you better grab it just right, buddy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, the art alone was really good. Um, he actually pulled up on his iPad some of the interior art for me to check out. So I was like, oh, cool. Felt all special for a second. Like, oh. Did you hold up your iPad too and just tap them together no, and see didn't. what happened? That, was, that would be lame. It so, would be. Uh, some guy came over started flipping through books, over, trying to overhear what we were talking about. I was like, oh, hey, you should buy that book. Get the fuck out of here. Ben Boy. No, he didn't have pinpoint there for Not something. They had one? the island tails. I was like, oh, what is this doing over here? It looked like it was occupying the space in between Critter and Penny for Your Soul. So I was just like, eh, makes sense. Got some blank spots on your table. Whatever. Hmm. So, but yeah, I had a had a good talk with those guys. That's I'd cool. seen them in Chicago. And, uh, you know, we've supported their stuff for a while now. Yeah, it's... Because uh... they're always fun. They just, they know... And he even said it. He's like, we know our audience now. And that's it. That's all we're going to do. We're just going to try to do books that we know they're going to respond to. Exactly. Not cater to them, but respond. Exactly. That's good. a fine line, man. Like, yeah. you don't want to just like just feed into their wants and needs and 
Yeah, you don't want to do Marvel and DC where you're constantly changing stuff because fan reaction is yeah. so negative that you're exactly. just like, oh, well, let's change it. You want to be in front of them. You don't want to be behind. Right. That You're still talking about comics, right? Yes, I am. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Yes, I am. Because after that last boy debacle, I don't know where you were going to go. <laughs> oh, man. That's my chops for this. So was that it? Was that the highlights? Yeah, that was pretty much it, you know. I sat on a couple panels. Um, like I said, the uh, TripTech book guys, they put on a panel. So I, I stuck around for that. saw another one where there's like more indie creators, but mm-hmm. like I had never heard of their books. Um, ironically enough, I'm probably using that wrong, but whatever. Co- coincidentally enough, there was another guy with an Oz book, and he was like hosting it. I couldn't take anything he said serious, though. He looked like David Cross, like, same glasses. He was just wearing a hat. Like, I was literally like, are you David Cross? You even sound like David Cross. Are you a never like, nude? <laughs> I almost was, never nude? And just to see what he would say, but, it, you know, it's like five people in a room. He so just kind of be like, like uh, did you just call me a never nude? <laughs> he just comes from behind the panel with Gene Cutoffs. Yeah. And he's like, shh. And the weird thing is he does, like, TV advertising. So I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure not David Cross? Like he's, he's like, on no, TV. Dude. He's like, I'm so, not. So that was that was a bit distracting. So, but they had some, I don't know. They had some interesting information about indie publishing. Um, it, you know, I mean, one guy really, he, he sounded like he came into comics like really, like yes, early like yesterday. Not, no, not like yesterday, but like more of like the seventies. Oh, he was pretty much like if you. I when I came in, you either had to be you had to be in New York to make a comment. Right, that was it. So that's where I went. Went to New York, and he kept talking about kind of more the art form of it. Mm-hmm. And the panel really was geared more towards the business side of it. Mm-hmm. So like, what publishers do you use and stuff like that? And he didn't have answers to any of those questions. Right. So I was kind of like, all right, that's cool that you're talking about the art form and you can play around with this and that. And yeah. Still making, and and it was a relevant point of. Even if you know where to print it and everything, you still have to have a good story at the end of the day. But that's kind of like, no duh. He, you know? You'd say no duh, but shit, dude. I know. Some of the I stuff know. you read, you're like, whoa. But it's like, he made the point once, and then he came back to the point. And then when there were like any closing thoughts, he brought up the point. And was <laughs> He's like, like, dude, that's his golden ticket. I mean, yeah. But after a while, I was just like, right, shut up, buddy. There's only six of us here. I don't have to take this crap. Right. I can walk out. Don't make me do that. <laughs> um, don't make me walk out when you're talking. That is yeah. the biggest con insult ever. <laughs> it happened a couple times, too. Really? Uh, especially at the Trip Tech books. This guy showed up. He was dressed really weird. Like It was almost like he was wearing his best Sunday clothes, mm-hmm. but they weren't that good. And it wasn't Shirt Sunday. Untuck. It wasn't <laughs> Sunday. Had this weird box of stuff he was carrying with him. And it wasn't like he was dressed in costume. He was just dressed up nice. It was almost like he was trying to sell his idea. He was trying to sell a excuse me, a horror idea because he actually brought that up. He was like, well, I looked at Kickstarter for setting up my, uh, my movie idea, but it's almost like they want you to tell them the end of the story. And I was like, you get to decide that you don't have to. And I was like, and if you're trying to get into Hollywood and you're never going to tell anyone the the hook, the catch, the end of your shit, no one's listening. You're not going to get in. And it's not like they're just going to steal the idea. If you copyrighted it, you did what you're supposed to, which he said he did. Then tell people (laughs) like, if you tell a hundred people, the ending of your script, and it gets made. Guess what? There's still a million people that want to see your shit. So he was like, "Oh, I don't know. Is it, is it gonna? You know, are they not gonna be interested?" He's Luke's father. <laughs> yeah, and it. 
and the trip tech guys, they were like, you know, we shared a lot of the information with the people. Yeah. They still bought the issue. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like it's because especially they're like, well, and then we have issue two. So even if they know all of issue one, they want to get the issue two now. I'll tell you a little. I'll tell you a little trick. It's right. um, sometimes it's the journey, not the destination. Oh. Ding. So yeah, he really didn't get that, and then he abruptly just like. Dropped his pants. <laughs> no, I, that would have been more interesting, I think. <laughs> Sounds weird. No, he just picked up his giant, like, storage box and left. And I was like, why did you have that? Were you carrying that around? Like, what are you doing with well, that? Who else is going to carry it? Why is I was it like, don't you? bring it. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid ass. They're sandwiches. And, and the strangest thing I've seen at any con, these, uh, I saw several kids, probably around the age of 12, 13, they had a, a long box of comics that they brought with them. And this was numerous kids. I probably saw about like seven or eight of these kids throughout the day carrying their long box around. I did not understand why. What was in it? Their comic collection. You think they were trying to sell them? I don't know who they would sell them to. I don't either. They were, I saw them reading them. So, so then they, they get, weren't bagged and boarded. But, oh, what? Huh? I don't know. It was weird. So long boxes with no bags and board. Yeah. They, just, was they were sitting on the there? steps at one point, and they kept bumping into shit. And I was like, "What are you doing?" What is this? Who let you? Who is this? Like, hey, yeah, take all your comics. Fucking go down there. See what happens. My mom said to get this shit out of the house. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was strange. Jeez. That's enough convention crap because we, I got another one next weekend. So. You're going to go to the Los Angeles convention, Cindy? <laughs> yeah. Witness. Comic Crazy, or as they, for some reason, decided to redub it, LA Comic Con. What? Yeah, that's what they're, that's the subtitle now oh, on all the press releases. How, um, and I was like, you've been branding this comic crazy. With a K? Something. Yeah, with K. Really? For like a year and a half. And now you want to call yourself LA Comic Con because that's what people, that's a brand people recognize. Because that's the city you're going to be in? Yeah. And I was like, don't do that. Who's going to be there? Oh, well, let me tell you. The ceremony grandmasters, Stan Lee. And Elvira, who's oh, retiring this year. Oh, yeah. You know, I did hear about this. I do. Yeah. It's a cut in a ribbon. I don't know to, to what. what. I don't know to let people in or something. Wow. <clears throat> Welcome. She's, she's pretty hot for an old chick. She is. I just saw her on a... I mean, no makeup. terrible like... show. Oh, Last Man Standing. She was actually on that. Did a little cameo. Was she in makeup? Yeah. She looked good. Have you seen her without makeup? Uh, not nat- recently. She's a blonde. Natural blonde. She oh, yeah. No, um, I do remember that, yeah. I think she's from. I could be wrong. I'm gonna go on a limb here. I think she's originally from Colorado. Really? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Compton. Not Compton, though. Tough no. town. Yeah. You know, I heard they're cleaning it up, though. Yeah, they have so been. It's not as uh, NWA as it used to be. Well, that's. It's too bad. It's all those beach cities. They don't. They want tourist attraction and rich white people. So. Thank. Wow. Can't even have a rough hood near the beach anymore. Yeah, that's true. Santa Monica. What else we got? What else we got to talk about? You been reading anything that doesn't suck? Yeah, I read Voodoo too. Wait a minute. I I said doesn't suck. Stop the presses. Who writes that, Kevin? Mr. Moss. Mr. Moss. I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Moss. I don't... This guy... That guy's weird. Let me just interrupt real quick. He has a very strange fan base. It seems like... There's a large percentage of the comic population the world, that, right? yeah, they love him. And there's another half that go, 
Fuck another Ron Mars book. Right, I this put is gonna him be the same in a thing. cobra clutch until he trips out. I'll pop his head. Yeah, I mean, no offense to the guy. He's nice. I've actually done a co-interview with him. Cool guy. He's a very nice guy, but I'm not a big fan of his writing. That's Everything's awesome. a formula, and I'm sorry. I've read enough comic books where I'm not surprised by anything you have to deliver anymore. Yeah. So. Maybe it's just because it's safe because it's what he's used to and yeah. it works for him. So he doesn't want to shake yeah. that tree too hard. No, exactly. But so Voodoo 2 <sighs> set the stage. Gosh. Have you read Voodoo 1? I did. Stripper chick, right? Yeah. An alien? I don't know. Spoiler, yeah. she's an alien, but she's in this yeah. real hot stripper body. Dude, the art is amazing. and I'm surprised, good. surprised it kept up issue 2. Hmm. I'm waiting for DC to go back to DC where you're just like, damn, how many artists got a hold of this book or was forced to draw it? That'll be the third issue of every book they put out in the New 52, practically. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, all right, you know, this is kind of interesting. We've been in the strip club for a long time. Whole whole issue? Okay, whatever. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I mean, One set per an issue. Sorry, ladies <laughs> yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. I was like, all right. And then the second one starts off. Where I was like, is this Species? Oh, Cause I didn't now really, that you say I that. I really didn't like that either. That It's totally species. That's what it feels like. Let me show you my boobies to distract you. Yeah. Now I'm impregnating you with eggs. Yeah, You're but like, she's what? like shape-shifting to anything. And I, and what's her mission? When when is when am I going to learn her mission? I mean, I know it's only issue two, but at least throw me a, a, a morsel. Here's her mission. Sell lots of issues with the sexy sexy. All right, done. Mission, mission, mission complete. accomplished. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good job. Everyone go home. Yeah, but it's just like, issue two was like, literally like 15 panels. I don't know, I lost track. It was just pillow talk. Bad pillow talk. That doesn't sound oh. like I want to read that. Dude, Ron Mars, have you ever spoke to a chick when you woke up and she was still there? Did you, did, did you say, hey, I want to talk to you about stuff and things? So, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> if I was right, this... You, did you realize we only have one toothbrush? Huh? <laughs> but we have three packs of dentine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's calling dibs? Like, dude, who wants to read that? It was just really... Uh, did it move the story? I don't know. It moved me to hurry up and flip through the fucking pages. That was about it. I take it back. It's digital. I flip through anything. I just, I just swipe. 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 Swiped. Swiped. Am I going to see a boob? Nope. Swipe. Swipe. Am I going to read boobs talking? Kind of. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, um, was kind of... I don't know. I guess I'll keep getting it till it goes five. I give it the five. Who knows anymore? I mean, DC's already said that they're not holding their creators to traditional six-issue uh, story arcs for the trades because they're like, who cares? It's digital. Uh, yeah, yeah. So who so, knows? It could wrap up in three and you'd just be like, <laughs> what? Start the fourth one and be like, who, who's on this book now? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll keep checking it out, but I read Blackhawks. I haven't read the second issue. Sucked ass. I'm not surprised. The oh, first the, one was like terrible. It's like, oh, is this? Here's an idea, Joe. If you, it, oh, don't even because GI Joe is actually it really seems no, no. What I mean is the GI Joe concept. Oh, grafted on, but amped up times ten where everyone's yeah, over everyone the had top. a call tag. Everyone yeah. had a little special thing they did, and it's no surprise because that guy writes GI Joe for IDW. So, dude, it was so like the part that tripped me out the most was like. There's a there's a panel where he takes a picture of the Black Hawks logo with his eye device, 
And that was a problem? Don't put the fucking logo on everything, you dumb <laughs> shit. You're a covert team. You get a... <laughs> supposed to keep this mission under wraps, but I need branding out there. Well, you're this isn't going to market it itself. I was just like, oh. we need t-shirts. And then I was just like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I, I had to trudge through the rest of that crap. And I was like, here's another idea, guys. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Everyone talks so much. I was just like, shut up. Shut up. Just write it on it. Just write it down. What I was somewhat annoyed by was the fact that they were scanning that guy. Mm-hmm. For his weapons, like, no, or we gotta, you never know. Nanites, you might have nanites. You might be a, there might be a nanite and I, colon. And I'm not bomb. saying that right intentionally because I don't know what uh, nanomites or that. Nanites Nanos, sounds nanocities. stupid. You're like, I got a little nanite in my colon. <laughs> Sucks, dude. Um, but yeah, like, and they're so that it's like they only have one scanner when you enter yeah. places. Like, wouldn't everyone be scanned all the time being in there? So how's that chick surviving in there? And the information that he delivered, yeah, like she got bit in what? The nanites in the saliva? Yeah. The, the nanos? The nap bugs? <laughs> Stupid. And I was like, well, how did <laughs> the she? The nananas? She got in. I mean, sure, she's down for some hardcore pounding. That's cool. Yeah. Did she just deliver that STD? Exactly. Did the nanites in her Virginia... And then the guy put his pickle in there, and then boom, he's got the nanites. Now he's got a dill pickle. Exactly. What? And yeah. then it didn't make any sense. And then how come that guy had to go through so much security and the information he told him was total horseshit? Yeah. I was like, dude, you could have told him that over the fucking phone. No, no, we got to see this operation. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of branding going on. Yeah, listen, Can I, I get some Blackhawk boots while I'm here? I need this on everything. I was just like, uh, this you got these is... in a size 36. I love the Blackhawks logo on the pant pocket. DC, do me a favor and turn this book the fuck off. And take Soldier of Fortune with you. Whatever, the Sergeant Rock book? That sucked ass, <laughs> Men too. Men of War. Men of War. I didn't buy the second issue at all. Dude, I, I read the second care. issue. I was, this blows. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be excited to see when that guillotine drops on these books. It's got to be soon. I will say Blackhawks is probably, sadly, I mean, and I like Mike Acosta, or Mike Costa. Who wrote the book? Yeah. I've heard him talk. He's an interesting guy. I've read some other stuff from him from IDW that was actually decent. But this book, it's bad. it was just G.I. Joe. And I didn't want another fucking organization in the DC Universe. I yeah. didn't. I'm like, how many do you have? This is too many. I, I so, agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, every asshole is a part of an organization. Yeah, there's either some evil organization or some... Good organization. I, mean, I want an organization that just doesn't do anything. None Every, of them are. Everyone so brings that. them up, but they're not responsible for anything. They just kind of hang out. They're like, oh, those guys are. Did they send this letterhead? They're like Corporation like Seven Twenty Parks and Rec. They don't really do anything. Keep getting their letterhead. It's weird. <laughs> are they responsible? Christmas party. They're responsible Tuesday. for this chemical attack on our nation. No, not those guys. They don't really do anything. They just kind of, you know, their worst crime is they hold on to their Netflix a little too long and they don't watch it. <laughs> That's about it. Is that, is that really, is that really too much to ask? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I will say that I'm totally spaced out. Uh, Black Hawks, that was one of the books that was uh, on the DC uh, Nielsen ratings survey. Mm. Um, that one, and I think OMAC, and a couple of other ones where they were like, Anyone reading this get shit? This, uh, you interested? Superman's uh, gonna stop by. So that was like number two on the list. Like, you gonna continue buying this one? <laughs> Let us know now so we can, you know, this guy, he's kind of dead. The art weight. wasn't bad. It was just a story. I was just like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Do something cool and stop being stupid. Everyone's well, a dumbass. I think the 
biggest thing is that the editing is so loosey-goosey on all of these relaunches because there's no, regardless of how long they said they've been planning it, there's not a lot of cohesion to it. There's not that one editor that everything's being ran through, so you're making sure that shit is... He need to kill himself. He'd be like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were just kind of like, oh, that's a cool idea. Go ahead. We'll edit you on the third issue. And granted, some of them are cool ideas, and I really hate they were talking about 52 again, but I just, it was the coming of just a cultivation of shit that just built up in me, and I was just like, I gotta say something about this crap. Yeah. It's just... It's bound to happen. It's, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, don't... It goes back to my recommendation of, uh, you got the books, throw them away or sell them. <laughs> if it's digital, just delete it. Don't even re-download it. Go. It's not like you actually own it digitally anyways. It's true. You don't own a DMR-free version, so... Exactly. They still own it. Yep. Even though you gave them some money to read it, and they're just like, suckers. Enjoy Blackhawks <laughs> yeah, 3, you, sucker. <laughs> you just did a digital library. Rental. Yeah. Kind of borrowing it. There you go. Yeah, that made us sad. But, um, let's see, anything else? I don't think so. I think that was, that, that might conclude um, our scary Halloween special. I mean... It wasn't too scary. It wasn't too scary. But you know what else is kind of scary? We have to come, and we have we have Twitters, we have Facebooks. Oh yeah! Why don't you, why don't you tell them where they can find us on the interweb? Well, you can always visit us at comicbastards.blogspot.com. We'll be there. You can visit our Facebook page. Just search Comic Bastards on Facebook. Right. You don't know how Facebook works? Well, I can't help you with that. I don't have a long enough explanation to give that to you. That's the thing. Twitter. Hey, guess what? At Comic Bastards. Just right. type in the at Comic Bastards. Uh, if you want to follow Kevin, it's Comic Bastards KB. That's me. And then if you want to follow me, it's at Enter the Hero because some reason no one liked Comic Bastards DC. I think they thought I was making fun of the company, and those are just my initials. It's tough. It's a tough call. Birth, so. Maybe people are just like, ooh, I don't get what he's getting at. I won't touch it. Weird thing is, a lot more people have been finding me since I switched back to uh, at Enter the Hero. So. Maybe they're more comfortable with that. Yeah. You're like a warm blanket they don't want to get rid of. Exactly. I don't know if I want to be that warm blanket, but... Filled with excrement. Gross. Thank you. That's nice. Thank you. That's awesome. Ooh. And then, big announcement, we have a new, uh, a new bastard. Really? One that's actually going to post on a somewhat consistent basis. No, no knock on anyone, but... You know, you know who you are. Well, I mean, we had uh, we had some people with some problems, and then we have Connor, who's in Australia, so he, he can't always, you know, contribute because they uh, have a weird internet system. So It's really weird. It's all bogged down with koalas and Marmite. I was going to say they make you pay for the uh, Megabyte and shit like that. That's total horseshit. Yeah, so he, he maxed out for the month. I was in Australia. I don't remember doing well, No, you know. yeah, it's, it's how they do their internet. You have to... Not by the megabyte, but like you get a certain amount of gigs right. per month, and he he had already maxed out his for snap. So you know snap he'll be contributing on. on a more of a monthly basis. But our new uh, contributor will be Mr. Eric Bowinga. His fucking Twitter escapes my mind. So, but it doesn't search. matter because he's following us, and we're yeah. So he's go. on there. So you get the you get the connect. Yeah, fastest way just go to Kevin's and then just follow follow him from Kevin's. So there it is. Whoop, thought you knew. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's whoop, there it is, man. Thought you knew. Oh. There you go. Must That's be the it. McRibs talking. So soon with the McRibs. Ah, they're still back. They're Where good. are they? Where are they in the they're gullet? Good. They're good. It's a full belly. I'm looking at that bag of candy thinking I should rip into it. <laughs> <That's>... Wow. <laughs> Two McRibs and you still got room for candy. Who is the boss? 
Remember that. I want to see that out there. Yeah, don't forget. We want to see your pictures of uh, you doing Who's the Boss at other Everything. establishments. Yeah. Go to Who's the Boss, your comic book shop. So you want that voodoo. You want two more issues of it. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, I don't know if you could do it with a comic book. You can do it with everything, dude. See two Why prostitutes? You... you want an extra one? Hey, I want to Who's the Boss, these prostitutes. And then some dude come out and give you another one. Wow, we were going towards a family-friendly, and then all of a sudden now we're advocating prostitution. I just want to show you it works on all levels. Okay, great. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening as well. Not Kevin, I mean you, the listener. That I mean, I listened to him of... the whole time I was here. Yeah, me too. It was tough on me. God, what a... Okay, we'll see you guys Bring next back time. back to Prickville, huh? <laughs> Name calling. <laughs> all right, I've been Kevin. I'm Dustin. We'll try to do it again next week. If you're there, that'd be awesome. Kong Bastards, motherfucking podcast. See you later. Reginald, we have to talk about our son. It's the drugs, the drinking, staying out all hours of the night. Oh, I'll tell you what's wrong with our son, Meredith. It's the comic books. It's the goddamn comic books. He's a comic bastard. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha